1: Ahoy there, everyone. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. So, I don't know if you guys have been paying much attention to the goings-on around the world or not, but, uh, I mean, it's almost, and not to be a fear monger but it's almost as if, in a way, war is imminent. I mean, even though we all don't want to talk about it or really don't want to hear about it, it is something that's going on, and I think that there's maybe solutions for us out here in this world and such to, uh, especially folks like us that I think are, I don't know, me and bandit and Neptune, I know aren't going to war anytime soon, but there's things we can do around here to uh, help progress society. I think even while Rome's crumbling around us, I guess, if you could say. So uh, i kind of recruited all my favorite soldiers and of course, favorite podcast buddies here and figured I'd bring them on. Let's talk about some stuff going on and see what, see if we got any ideas we can bounce around. Maybe, Help one another out and get things moving in a better direction for once. How's everyone doing this evening?
3: Doing well. I think the better direction is war.
4: Fucking great. Outstanding. Well, I mean...
3: I think we're about due for a thinning anyway. As, as bad as that sounds.
2: No, you're not I, wrong.
5: I mean, I
3: definitely I, think a culling of the stupidity would be
2: good. You know what? Well, they put too many damn warning labels on stuff, man. Stop dying. Remove the warning labels. That would take stupid care of most people. Stop of them. dying. Yeah. They've 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 negated natural selection. It's bullshit.
3: Well, mm-hmm. we're looking. At, I mean, if you do actually believe that there really are like eight billion people on this planet, you're an idiot. But. I mean population is in a is in a decline though. I mean especially for I mean if you uh, I mean China's population is about to seriously like tumble off a cliff. Yeah. Like people don't realize that seriously really like d- d- tumble off a cliff. So I really wouldn't put it past them to do something stupid. I mean <clears throat> I haven't seen saber rattling like this in uh, the South China Sea, like ever. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it this bad. And uh, Pelosi just is in Taiwan right now, or just landed, or is about <clears throat> to. I don't know. I think so. Yeah.
5: Tomorrow,
3: tomorrow morning, I believe. Yeah. The amount of. Uh, manpower and uh equipment that china has mobilized and their navy and the exercises and the propaganda videos russia saying they are with china 100 percent russia in ukraine none of this spell at kosovo's get i mean the balkans about to do bulk what is this 3.0 is this ba- is this the balkan Balkan war 3.0 right now
1: I mean, Haven't we done 1 and 2? Yeah, I was about to say, Ed, yeah. 1 and 2 already happened.
3: I mean, all of this spells like 100% disaster. 100% disaster. Um,
5: Dude, saw an article earlier. Someone said we're seconds from nuclear Armageddon. And we I was are like, t- yeah, this, 10 this 10 is seconds close. I, I, think, been I think we're 7 yeah. to 10 seconds. Something like that. And, you know, it's, it, it strikes me as odd that uh, it, we've been there down 100 this road before. A hundred seconds. So, yeah, just under two minutes. Uh, it, but it always strikes me as odd when we get to the, the reality of potential major global conflict, like anyone who's read about World War I and World War II very well knows that multiple conflicts erupt within weeks or months of each other in order for the, the proper catalyst to, to move forward. Look at China and Japan, uh, the, the Manchuria War leading up to the Second World War, uh, proxy conflicts leading up to the First World War.
1: Just a, just ahead, a side note real quick. Um, I know with everything that's been going on, uh, Bandit, you made mention earlier that uh, Hood and Pants has, has gone back into seclusion because he's got COVID again or something.
3: Oh and, yeah, dude. And,
1: well I'm just reading for right, I'm just reading And this right is his here.
3: rebound after how many days of taking Pax Lloyd or Pax pa- Pax Lloyd? the pill for COVID apparently, or And then all of a sudden
1: apparently forty five minutes ago he came out to uh, address the nation because the Al Qaeda leader leader Amen Zo zakawi
3: Zarkawi, was, another was Zarkawi in, was
1: just killed in an Oh, is he
2: Zarkawi's successor?
1: Yeah.
3: Something like that. And they drone sh- they they used a drone to strike him. Out. And Biden said he authorized a drone strike. Dude, he couldn't <laughs> even point to where fucking Afghanistan is on a map, let alone authorize a drone strike. <laughs> this is uh like I mean
1: that brings up they, a good they, case. Did you get hear about that thing that he's one of the other things moving through the house actually? Dealing with uh like I guess his powers that be? It's, a, it's another HR I'm pulling it up right now um, I guess it's already passed some of the first stages
3: past the house probably. HR 4, uh,
1: 4350 that- I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up for you guys so that we can uh, take a check out this and see if you guys have heard about this
5: is this another wait, measure wait. of the John McCain National Defense Authorization Act
0: probably 4350 shall we H.R. 4350, or the National Defense Authorization Act, will let President Joe Biden become a dictator who can launch land, sea, and air operations against the American people. The Democrat leadership has the votes in the House and Senate. And when turned into law, H.R. 4350 will allow the President to use the military for domestic operations. It also states that the President will have the sole power over the military domestically and Congress will have no oversight. It also says in section 529A, this is absolutely the key, countering extremism in the armed forces, a purge of the military, of anybody that supports populism of America. The big takeaway is that there will be no congressional oversight of what the military does. Anything that violates our rights or basic freedoms or the 10th amendment is null and void. The said legislation has been added to the new spending bill last week by representative Adam B. Schiff, chairman of the house permanent select committee on intelligence. The amendment is set to be added to the act, which the house plans to take up this week. This un-American amendment will fundamentally and irreparably erode Congress constitutional oversight responsibility, said New York representative Elise Stefanik, a member of the armed services committee and chairwoman of the house Republican conference. She added that the House Democrats led by Schiff are attempting to cover up for the national security crisis of the weakest commander in chief in U.S. history. Schiff got no attention until over the weekend, the Democratic Party controls the House and Senate to say no oversight over the U.S. military and domestic operations. But more importantly, only the president is in charge of the military. So that's martial law. That is dictatorial powers right there. Y'all remember Henry the who orchestrated false flags in England so he could go to war with France? This is domestically against the American people with the backdrop of the worldwide collapse, inflation, and a deutering president. The Democrats will purge the military and defund the cops. They will have the mainstream media back them up and as well as the courts, House, Senate, and the presidency through fraud. And they're not going to let us take the country back with them without staging massive false flags as the pretext for this
1: of course, that was natural news. There's- okay,
3: okay, okay. I'm going to kill this right off the bat, all right? This ain't going to make it past the Senate. I don't think it If it, it does, will, it. it'll get killed by the Supreme Court in less than a second.
1: If this is, <laughs> this, is, this is thing apparently that, has been sitting that, in the house. in the same rule. way
3: with the assault weapons ban. That shit, ain't, that shit exactly. is dead in the this Senate is, already.
1: This is, this is more of that me, room crumbling, I, and they're trying to just scatter and make a million different rules. I have
3: the hammer right now. I have the gavel right now. All right, I'm going to kill this right now. First of all, I'm not scared of the military right now. If you see the retention numbers right now,
1: Cork and the only one Same left.
3: way with law enforcement, the retention numbers right now. If you see, like, what basic training is straight across the board, you only have to contend with the Marines. They still kept their their, their they, they still kept their discipline and their hardcore training, all right? That's only a core, though. How many hundreds of millions of armed Americans are you going to have to deal with? Do you really think they're going to side with the government that is just going to be like, you're going to go out there and you're going you're to maintain martial law? The fuck we are. <laughs> We're not going out there. That's why I brought this. The military is nothing to be scared about. The UN is nothing to be scared about. Those blue helmets are blue for a reason, man. Easier to target. They make good targets. <laughs> I'm not scared of the military. Man. Now the military 30 years ago, I'd have been scared of. All right. Not now. Yep. Any, any threat of military use against us, it's called asymmetrical warfare for a reason.
2: Absolutely. It
3: is called a guerrilla war for a reason. All the vets, all, all the GWAT vets that are out there, we, we know these tactics. All of the GWAT vets, they left. They're out of the military. All these guys in right now have no combat patches, they have no combat experience. We have all the guys that we want. They're on our side, you know? They're going to find out the hard way. <laughs> And so, that, that whole thing of like, oh, you know, we're going to roll in with tanks and drones. And really, you really think that's that's you still really think that scares me, man. It no, it well, doesn't. So, no, it doesn't. Seriously, man. Moonshine okay. makes us
5: ju- just as good of a Molotov cocktail as uh, vodka. Well, I'm just saying.
1: No, I guess I guess I guess with things like that aside, though. And kind of off subject but in the same way things going on do you think China will hold true to them saying that if Pelosi even shows up they're gonna shoot her out of the sky I you really know
5: I, I was wondering sorry I really do
3: no I really do I mean it's yeah. no I mean, I go ahead Neptune I really but I I just really think they will though uh
5: yeah we can hope. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> kidding, it, so <laughs> for years every time we have one of these stupid ass things that happens in, out in the South China Sea I liken it to a dick swinging contest but uh, with the increased movement of uh, China's naval forces uh, in addition to our own uh, I am with Bandit 100% I am fully of the opinion that uh, China probably would Um uh, I, I mean, at this point, I'm honestly just of the of the thought process. Why the fuck don't you just go ahead and invade Taiwan in anyway? Because you've been threatening to do it and you've been trying to flex your muscles anyhow. So why not get the fucking shit over with and let's be done with it? But I am of the opinion at this point, it's very well probable. Uh, I'm sure that unless. Shit goes completely sideways tomorrow. That there will be some last minute diplomacy, as we've seen before, where it's another delaying action for whatever they haven't. I, have I don't know.
1: Was interesting
6: yeah you know, to touch so, on what you said earlier bandit you were talking about the saber rattling and um if you remember back during the obama administration uh china started developing those flotillas out in the south china sea mm-hmm. and packing the armament so they've been slowly progressing um i think to where we are today like they've been making oh, yeah. moves this entire time quietly
3: um, They've got their uh, aircraft carrier, uh, those, uh, uh, surface of uh, those anti
5: ship missiles, the aircraft. DF, yep, yep. DF missile system, the, yeah. the carrier killers.
3: They've got them. And they them, said,
5: um, we're, we're in it for the long haul. We're, you know, we're, oh, yeah, we're patient.
3: M- minus the military. China right now is at its peak. Uh-huh. I mean, like I said before their population is about to take a nosedive off of a cliff never to recover. Like, very shortly. So, I mean, and the same thing can be said for Russia. Russia right now, ever since the, so- I mean, minus the Soviet Union at its peak, Russia right now is at its peak. Putin, mm. let's put all, like, conspiracy theories of him being an immortal aside, which we're, I'm almost 100% convinced he is. Uh, Putin is getting, ver- is getting older. Xi Jinping, he's getting older. Populations are at their peak, soon to take a nosedive. Economies, wh- regardless of what you want to think, Russia is doing pretty good. China is at its peak economically right now. Russia, right? Russia and China
2: economically are doing historically well.
3: Yeah. At their peak. They, I think they want their, their patriotic wars right now. I do. Before their population takes a nosedive, never to recover, they're getting older. They've got the means to do it right now. I think
5: they want their patriotic wars right now. And you know, (laughs) let's talk about historical. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about historical precedent with that. uh, get you executed there for that, man. (laughs) You know, that still makes that still makes (laughs) me laugh that he gets that offended over that shit.
3: But yeah. yeah.
5: Let's talk about
2: somebody needs for, for to make second.
3: Putin Christopher Robin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: shit.
5: Uh, but word. yeah, who else? Who else said that he wanted to launch his global offensive, uh, full-scale war before he got too old that he could command it? Um, are we talking Hitler. like recently? No, Hitler. Yeah. He also said that he was not willing to delay the Second World War no. because he didn't want to be too old when yeah. he started it. So, it but, it yeah, goes but, on president. Let's, that's, let's that's a, historical a strong man thing man. Yeah. They
3: were at their peak, you know right.:
5: um, yeah, Stalin too?:
3: I, Yeah, I, I, I nothing screams world war, worldwide conflict like Balkans 3.0. like the serbians and and kosovo you know on the dude they're sitting on their front porches with ak's it's getting that bad at the borders right now all because what was it serbia is not allowing kosovo ids or kosovo license plates i can't i can't remember but man if that picks up again it's gonna be violent. It'll it'll bring in other countries. It won't just be Serbia and Kosovo. It won't. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yugoslavia what is I don't even know if it, what, what countries still exist. I don't even I don't even know what I don't even know what countries still exist over there, man. They've changed, band, they've band changed. Yugoslavia is
2: now Serbia. Serbia as as Okay, I okay. I, yeah. I
3: didn't I didn't know. It's just it I used to so I used quickly. to work
2: as a bouncer with this Serbian dude and this dude was nuts his name was drago literally drago and <laughs> we were talking about something or another and like i brought up like bosnia and he was like i hate bosnians and i was like hey man take it because easy what was
3: it before what was it America. in what was it in back in the 90s it was bosnia it was bosnia Kosovo, and, serbia yep yeah. before the breakup croatia because it was the Croats, the Muslims, the Serbians, oh. and the Bosnia. Uh, I don't, yeah. I, who knows, man? Russia is to blame for all of that.
5: True. There so, is a lot of, yeah. you, you, know, you know, that whole region would blow up, though, because if you get any of the states want that to talk were previously war at war with each other in the 90s and 80s, that's, that's going to get violent there. It you would want to talk really about just war
3: crimes? It. Right. War crimes in Ukraine would pale in comparison to what happened in the Balkans. Really? Who was the general that was uh, – what was his name? What was his, what was his name? The one from Bosnia that was uh, tried for war crimes afterwards. What was, it? what was his name? I'm looking. I'm looking. Ratko No. Oh, there was more. There was – <laughs> no, the, the big one, the big guy. Oh. Um, Wait, they hunted him
5: for a while, didn't they? About the president of Yugoslavia. Talking about the president of Yugoslavia, or am I thinking of somebody else? Man, there's so <sighs> many people. There's quite a me. few actually. Yeah. There's so many people. I got no. There's the now. big. there the
3: biggest one they had. The most well-known one they had. He, he was a general, I think.
1: Yeah, I think I found him. I, I can show you his picture, but for some reason, I'm not finding his name. <clears throat>
2: Was... Maybe you just can't read it. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> they make they make them kind of tricky. Wait,
5: why does that look familiar? Dude, he keeps, he keeps popping me.
1: up.
5: Slobodan
3: Milosevic, wasn't it?
1: Slobodan,
3: wasn't Project? it? Slobodan. That's not that. Yes and no, but Slobodan, wasn't it? Slobodan Milosevic. He was what the president. Of, it, right? he,
1: was, he
5: was the president of Yugoslavia
2: oh, during, man, during... Hold
5: on, hold on,
3: man. this is the guy that they keep showing
1: this is all the picture of the same dude and he seems to be the most important one
5: yeah that guy in the middle there—that
1: the
5: The butcher of bosnia
2: was the one i was thinking
5: of there were a lot of people uh, that's what i'm
2: thinking of wait so he drank poison in his own trial
5: yeah. Oh, there? yeah. There's
3: a video of that happening. That, yeah, that they was... got that on video, and that got wow. circulated. That got circulated uh, before they could take it down. And, you know, once it's on the Internet, it's on the Internet forever. It's, yeah, it's, there forever. it's on there.
2: Wow, dude. <sighs> yeah, the
5: – that that concentration of nations – in eastern europe is so volatile if one conflict breaks out there bandit is 100 percent correct in my view it will absolutely implode and all of eastern europe will be at war again and it's going to pretty much spill over all the borders it won't just be russia and ukraine it will be everywhere as far south as greece all the way up to Poland.
2: Oh, it'll be Turkey and Greece, you're going to have Pakistan and India, you're going to have a lot of shit pop off, man. You know, and nothing click. is
3: by nothing is by coincidence. There is no such thing as a coincidence, okay? So, all you saw all those FEMA run videos of uh, nuclear. Uh, like in case of a nuclear strike, what to do? Like in New York City, they ran it in LA to all the big cities, and then all of a sudden FEMA out of New York and and even in LA, they said you have to um to be prepared. You have to keep a go bag packed. And I was like, wait, th- no, th- I've never seen this before. Like they've never run this concentration of like uh, preparedness videos and what to do in certain situations like ever ever uh, and all of a sudden you knew it was coming but Chicago, New York and LA all declared a, nas- a state of emergency because of monkeypox
2: was it LA or was it San Francisco uh
3: i thought it was or actually the entire state of California you're you're fucked that's the entire exact. state of California
0: that sounds
2: 100 correct
5: and then chicago and new york city and newsom just declared a full state of emergency for the whole state of uh california Dan. so awesome. you know
3: nothing is by coincidence man all of this is Uh, something something's gonna happen who knows what but uh
1: well i mean but i mean you know those go bags aren't really a bad idea Nope. No, they're, they're not. not. But
3: to be broad, for FEMA to be bro- like putting this at this information out, um, and they've never done that before.
5: Mm. I don't know. Yeah the sure. the government agency that can't get hurricane yeah. response right. No offense. <laughs> I mean, no, uh, just, we, we all, just be we all saw what happened
2: with Katrina. Okay. Yeah. I yeah mean, but look, if the, if the New Orleans Saints can out government, you go fuck yourself. Right. That's what I'm, that's what I got oh, yeah, to oh, oh, say. Yeah.
5: To advance man's point, he's like, I, 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 I do agree. It is. A, I do think uh, split kits are a great idea. Having a preparedness plan should be vital to everyone in my view, especially considering that everything is an unknown quantity uh, and it seems like everything in our daily routine could possibly change with the flip of a coin because it feels like someone's literally just flipping a coin at this point every 24 hours. And so the
4: uh, uh, world ain't going to end
5: the day. One of the things that you I would recommend,
4: know. one of the things that I would recommend over the, the go bags would be a get home bag. You know, from whatever commute you do for work here, or there, uh, always try to get home and be safe. From like, try to get home and try to fortify your home to where it's a castle. Try to protect your castle versus because you're not going to be able not to carry as much stuff though. in there. Your yeah,
3: mm-hmm. you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to stay put permanently. Sure. No, I mean even like
4: eventually you will you will want to move. Eventually, yes, but a six months in a two acre lot is going to be a lot more beneficial for you if you give them if you go out within a week and then everyone out there is just now getting hungry, getting a little itchy, you know. Oh, it, dude, it won't take a week. You don't think it'll it take, take a week? A week? It won't take a week.
3: People say it'll take a week. It'll take a few days. I can it'll tell take you right three now, three oh, yeah. days at most. All it takes is one catastrophic event. And then after that, it'll take a few days before people are going house to house taking people's shit. As bad
1: as that sounds, I'll back that up because look what happened at the L.A. riots. Like you go from everybody living life and living their day to day to suddenly the streets burning down within a matter of hours just because society went off their defense.
3: I mean, like, you don't even, you haven't even seen what hungry people will do yeah. in desperate situations. Yeah. Hungry people <clears throat> will do some of the most inhumane things to get food, especially if they have kids at home to Facts. feed. Oh. Especially if they're armed, <clears throat> whether that be with, you know, crudely constructed blunt objects or guns, you know? <laughs> Hungry people will do crazy things. Um, it won't take but a few days. Um, so, six months? Yeah. Like, if everything totally went to shit, like in six months, you'd be lucky to see half the population survive in six months.
5: Something For, I've always felt like, like that. Yeah. Something I've always felt like would be a good investment. If and it is not cheap, but if you can afford it, I believe that it's worth its weight in gold. Um, and I think it's true, not just for end of the world, but you know, for any emergency scenario. You don't know if you're ever going to lose power, or, you know, major act of God, natural disaster comes through. Uh, freeze drying food is always a good option, as, lo- as sure. well as canning food. Keeping canned foods close by because they last longer than everything else. If you can plant accordingly. I think that's something good that everyone should consider doing because uh, that will allow you to to feed your family for a longer period of time. Uh, so I I've always been a believer of freeze drying food.
6: My brother and I just discussed that as a matter of fact yesterday, um, and he was telling me we did some research on it. Uh, I think it's about twenty five hundred dollars for the model that he was looking at, but he said you can freeze dry eggs and if you can fit it in a gallon mason jar, that's about 5,000 calories. So, you know, and you portion that out accordingly, that can last you a while. Um, water
3: glassing, water glassing eggs, um, in a deep, in a, in a dark cool place, they can last two years.
1: Yep. Oh, actually a little bit three. longer. Yeah. up to Three. three. Yeah. And that
3: takes like water and lime and oh. uh you can get those large jars of like they're not the best pickles but the great big jars of pickles and use those jars and you can fit like 15 16 eggs in there maybe more 18 i can't remember and then mix up your water well ma- mix up your water and lime pour it in there and it, it, you can sit for years i mean it is so easy to preserve food you can um uh, you Since can your a- food
1: Yes. I made that just now.
3: <laughs> you know, you can dehydrate food. You can can. You can. Um, there are other methods. Because um, guys... A uh, if you like a butternut squash when full grown and um, left just out in, in the open in your kitchen will last for a year. Yeah, you, you, without you don't have to keep it in the fridge. You can just leave it on the shelf. You know, so onions um, and garlic
4: and potatoes. Potatoes.
3: I just pulled. I just harvested my potatoes, and if you leave the dirt on them, you have to let them sit outside and dry, of course. But if you don't wash them, if you leave the dirt on them, and then let them sit outside and properly dry from being in the ground, um, and store them in dry dirt in a dark place. They will save for six to eight months and then whatever you don't eat you can replant and get more in return than you actually planted the same way you just said with onions garlic you know one clove of garlic will give you 12 plants in return of more garlic it's ridiculous like people don't understand like it really just doesn't take that much to be like even if you have a tiny yard uh raised beds or grow viney stuff up a fence. It's so easy to plant. And I mean, for God's sakes, potato plants, you can pretty much neglect, not water and not even tend to them. And the, you can still harvest potatoes, man.
4: You guys have crab apples in your area? You know what crab apples are? I do. Oh, well,
3: crab apples oh. are an awesome perennial.
4: So crab apples can actually be rendered down into pectin. And you can put pectin into your jellies and stuff like that. And they yep. make your jellies hard, right. So you can render fruit and stuff like that and make jellies and help preserve things for longer. I
3: have grapes. So, for, my grapes are coming in this year.
4: Your muscadines or?
3: I don't remember. Like, I have a grapevine. I don't remember what type of green grapes they are. Did you
2: say they were scuppernones?
1: I've got those. I've got, those. I've got, I've got muscadines and scuppernones down here. Yep, and, you got muscadines. And now I have I've got
3: a plum tree in my neighbor's yard behind me that they don't pick off of, so I'm gonna do some midnight ops and raid their raid the plum trees.
4: I um, got about seventy of them laying in my yard right now because the neighbors don't pick theirs, and that, yeah. they like uh they're uh very religious. They're Methodist. Um, they're uh, so I don't really want to climb over that uh that fence and yeah. meet I old know, and is, over there. Well,
1: and you know. Yeah. And, but, but keep I guess I guess because you know you if you think about it though, with you what you had said earlier, Bandit, about you know, you're actually not gonna be too permanent. Like I I have I've had this discussion with my wife before. I'm like, okay, when it does go bananas, our first step is to just hold what we have down until it's time to move.
3: Until you know, it comes down, you know. Because
1: we're cause we're out here in the woods. There's not a lot right re- right here on top of me. I've got a little bit of time, you know. But like when it is time to move you know you're right there's there's not really the ability to carry a whole lot you've got to you've got to be you've got to be on a light load because you got to be able to move you know be able to move quick and such like that not drag yourself down too much and it's kind of like why my our, our one sponsor guy we got going on ammo can you know like he's doing a whole lot putting the putting the little survival kits together not just you know like little camping kits and stuff like that but like full-fledged kits and his little 50 caliber cans that he's got going on you can also get uh some some cool plate carriers and stuff too you know you guys make sure you check out him he's one of our sponsors ammo can he's on uh, instagram we'll have his link here for him but like he's you know he's he's got a right idea going on with if you get to looking into the ingredients i guess you would call it into his cans and the way he's making them to where they're simple and lightweight yet you know actually last for some time
3: it really all depends on the situation you know sure. um is it gonna be i mean wh- how's the it really all depends on how the end comes about you know really but the thing you guys you were feeling, talking i'll probably like i mean you probably want to stay put and use up a lot of what you have stationary before you move and leave stuff you don't want to leave stuff behind you know but it all depends on how it happens <laughs>
4: You guys were talking about nuclear warfare earlier. Yes. Nuclear warfare is one of the, like, it, it's one of the most craziest things to me because I don't, I don't really understand quite, I haven't really studied on how to survive nuclear war, but from my understanding of things I have looked up is, don't. yeah, is if you see a nuclear explosion, you're dead whether it be in not a true days.
3: not true but if you're close enough it really isn't going to matter what kind of gear you have because you're going to be dead anyway yeah i mean because if one is launched they all launch you know it's yeah. going to be it's mutually assured destruction um being in a strike area you are just you really just aren't gonna it's not gonna happen man no matter what you have it's just not gonna happen and if you're in an area where the Fallout is high. That's going to force you to. You're going to have to go somewhere. And if you're not prepared, you're just going to be wandering around out in fallout. And that's no bueno, man. That's no bueno. Um, and if you're in a low fallout area like where I'm at, um, stay inside. You know, stay inside. Drink bottled water.
1: Stay inside. I have a bunch of. Stuff? I know we've all seen that. I know we've all seen that thing, right? That uh, that little advertisement from New York about, you know, when the nuclear bomb hits.
3: Oh uh, Jesus! What was that? Oh, <sighs> hey Neptune! What was that movie, um, about the
5: nuclear strike in Britain?
3: Uh, oh, which, what? Was that you that brought there's that a, up?
5: There's a few, but the one you the might movie. be thinking. Of is the day after, which is the yeah. TV movie.
3: <laughs> yes, verbally can we is there a YouTube clip we can use of that, please? Oh my lord. Uh <laughs> it's but see, it's so bad it's true, though. Yeah. It really is. It's so bad it's true. It, and, it I mean, provided a it
5: provided a real <clears throat> scenario. I mean, it ga- it gave a real potential scenario, what if to the possibility of nuclear war, which we covered in the. Uh, Previous special we did. And March it's and not go. just seeing a nuclear just, blast.
3: If you yeah. see the reentry vehicle, you're dead. <laughs> if you see the reentry vehicle streaking across the sky, you're you just like, go outside. You know, go outside and just stare at it, okay? Make it painless. um <laughs> oh, man. I mean, people think of just like the immediate after effects of something like that, like just surviving the initial contact. Well, what are you going to do afterwards? Because pretty much any type of like law and order go right out the window, man. You know, all it would take would be one nuclear strike here in the U.S., law and order would go right out the window. Yeah, yeah. it would be mob rule, like it would. They we would. Society would consume itself to a point where we would be Mad Max within
5: a couple of weeks. It would only take yeah, one.
6: I agree. One. That, would,
5: that, that sort of disaster actually happening on American soil is if you're driving you real at that point, you need to have your gun everywhere with you that you go, <laughs> and you only talk to those that are in your network that you trust because mm-hmm. someone is going to try to stab you in the back. You cannot trust anyone outside your yeah. own circle at that point.
3: Nobody, nobody takes the time to like think about well, what's going to happen afterwards. They're only consumed. Yeah. With, they're only concerned with the at the time of, never afterwards. Like, you know, do you have a tight knit community? Yep. Uh, do you are you going to link up with friends and family? Uh, do you have the means by which to be self self sufficient afterwards? I mean, they don't answer these questions. They're just like – they're either hoarding food or they're hoarding guns, of a, a, guns and ammo. That's it. I mean there's no – like nobody does the in-between thing. Well, at least and the, and the, the majority FUDs – and,
5: and the worst part about it is those FUDs hoarding all that shit have probably shot so little or not at all with their boomer-ass nonsense that they're probably going to wind up becoming a whole-ass loop drop. And they don't and even want to be a platinum <laughs> loot drop,
3: man. A platinum <laughs> loop drop.
5: <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I mean, you're not. I mean, <laughs> but you gotta you gotta train. You gotta network. Well, you gotta have a plan. You gotta so know
6: to that you, point, Neptune. My uh, my brother, um, he lives he lives within an hour of me. Um, he's on about five or six acres and. He has, he is pretty much to this point, self-sustainable, um, chickens, cows, uh, pigs, rabbits, goats, you name it. He's got it. He's got a couple acres that he's working for, uh, you know, vegetables and stuff like that. And, and he's canning and, um, I'd never heard of water glassing that you mentioned, uh, bandit, but he did tell me, um, that as long as you don't refrigerate eggs and you keep them cool and dark, that they'll last on the shelf for probably close to a year. So he's, uh he's getting, he's getting pretty far into that. Um, and we do, we've got, we are going to establish a communications network here, probably within, by the end of the year. And, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the scenario, he may wind up here. We may wind up there. He's a little farther out in the woods than I am. Um, but I think we're, we're at least an hour from any major city um all of us so right there yep so we are centrally located so i mean 50 miles out areas yeah 50 miles or better from any major metropolitan area so it's going to take them a while to get out to us especially if they're hungry and they don't have any water
3: because they say never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups That that seriously, that's all it would take. You know, the major city centers are. Hey Jimmy, did I not did did I say that I would like lay off the city people? (laughs) Didn't I say that I was supposed? Didn't didn't somebody tell me I was supposed to lay off the
1: city people? Ah, you'll be alright. Somebody complained that I was
3: too hard on the city people. They 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 said they accepted your apology.
1: So go back to it.
3: It's this, it, but it's all in all seriousness, though. I mean, it'll only take a few days for them to consume themselves.
2: Right. Well, it's not like you're trying to be a dick. You're telling the truth here, man. Yeah. The, See, the, panic, they're they're going to be
3: more
6: is, interested in the liquor stores and the flat screen TVs if yeah, society crumbles than they will
3: panic is long-term deadly, survival. Man. And na- we're not just talking about national panic. We're, I mean, worldwide panic is seriously just as real of a concept. You know, as just like something happening, happening. Excuse me, down the block. I mean, I mean, something could seriously go south tomorrow, or the next day, or the day after, like with what's going on in, in between China and Taiwan right now. And we just basically like, w- we basically just like Ukrained Taiwan because we said that we don't support uh, Taiwan independence from China. We ju- we said that to Taiwan. We just basically gave the okay for China to invade Taiwan, which is pretty shitty. You
1: know, I mean, not just that. You so also basically, have, uh, we should just tell Ukraine. We
3: should just tell Ukraine, hey, we don't support your independence from Russia. You're Rus-
5: You're you're a Russian suburb.
3: Get back in. Get back into Russia's yard. You know. I just, you're fa- a I just found that
5: article, and I didn't even see that up until now. That is the most simping, boot licking shit I have read all day. Well, and if Hunter Biden trying to get through a bunch of Uvalde police
4: bootlickers. Jesus, well, Christ. if Hunter Biden's business uh, dealings didn't go through Ukraine, then uh, they would have done that. Hunter's but that's been too, business too dealings to, in
2: China too. Well, you, Ukraine is so, the so is so that's why so they're not
6: losing. Dianne Feinstein does business with China too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. During the assault weapons ban uh, back in the day, her husband made all kinds of money.
4: For to take over an armed population, goddamn, sad. Honestly, it is.
3: It just gets it all gets so aggravating. We live in a, a society rules for thee, not for me. No, it does get so aggravating at times. Yep.
1: Well, I mean, like, but on yeah. the but on the plus side, if we get that culling, that you know, that thinning that we spoke of there towards back towards the beginning, I mean, that gives us an opportunity for you know, for people like us to wait out these idiots killing each other and and maybe creating a new so and a better direction. Long.
2: But but so let me let me pose an odd question here then, because they're setting all this shit up. I mean, it's literally in the media that we're talking about us not being okay with taiwan seeking independence from china right we know how this is all going to play out and they're slowly unfolding it before us mm. however they want it to unfold it will unfold exactly that way i wonder is it because they think it'll be easier to govern a smaller population to, to lord over us oh 100 fucking percent no it's right like a but I, population, are, they it's are they prepared are they prepared are they prepared to fight against the people who survived all that shit, because that'll make some hard motherfuckers. Yep.
3: Well, it all comes down to I. We've discussed this before. Like I think they overplayed their hand too far. You know, I really didn't. I don't really don't think they expected this amount. This amount of pushback or this amount of resistance. I really think they just thought that they're going to bow down. They'll they'll bend the knee, and once they saw that, they're just like, "Uh, "You know, we we need to do this. We need to get rid of all of them. You know,
5: start over." I I have one thought on all that, though. You know, no matter how this plays out, this is important for anybody listening. Is at the end of the day, if you want to survive, your number one goal needs to be this: network. Network, mm-hmm. network, fucking network. Like what we're doing right here. If you oh, don't talk to your, to your friends, to your family members, your loved ones to have a preparedness plan, what are you even doing? You need Tell to have th- a plan in place.
4: Tell y'all a group of people that will survive something like this. Latter-day Saints. Mormons and Latter-day Saints. Do you guys have a Mormon book of preparedness? Do you guys get one of those? I, I do, do have one. Have somewhere. I highly I do recommend. have
3: one somewhere. I do seriously. I have someone, Some. I have one
4: somewhere. Like, I do. <laughs> all jokes aside, I highly recommend them. They give you portions of food, a year's worth of food for people. Like they are really great. Now, granted, I think a lot of those people will survive because those, if they follow those preparedness book preparedness books to the T, food is not going to be an issue for them. After the initial bullshit, if they survive, they got food for sure. So they
3: just become a target then. Then
4: they you know, just become a target. Armed. I've I've never met a
3: willing if they're not armed and willing to defend themselves. Are, I mean, I've, I've never met a basically, an you basically just you you basically just stocked up supplies for somebody else. <laughs> I
1: mean, aren't <laughs> yeah. they, you know, aren't they just te- aren't also they just side note? Advanced, if Latter Day saints
3: show, right, I, door, yeah. if Latter-Day saints show up to your door, if Latter Day Saints show up to your door. And you ask them to mow your mow their mow your yard; they will one hundred percent mow your yard.
4: But feed them first, okay? Yeah, you <laughs>
3: well, yeah, maybe some popsicles or some or, tea. Or, but one hundred percent, they will mow your yard. Aren't they just Amish with with internet? <laughs> <That> <laughs> no, some not some Mennonites. That's a Mennonite. Okay, all right, gotcha. Um, oh,
4: yeah. Also, also we... a great, well prepared group of people, but. Um, well, Church of Latter-day Saints are modern, modern humans. Uh, like I really suggest getting one of those books, but it is yeah, a. There's no denying it that it's a cult. They're modern humans.
2: <laughs> well, it, it's well, weird, man. My my brother wanted to be an animator, and he went to BYU because they had the number one ranked animation program in the country, and he came back with basically like yeah, those people are a fucking cult. Like, we're not Mormon. <laughs> and he saw right through, and he was like, dude, that is a cult school owned by the cult. Yes. It's in the, crazy. In,
5: in defense of the Amish, if a nuke goes off, they're going to be like, huh?
4: What happened? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah they they won't care. And
3: they won't care either, them. man.
4: It's kind of no. cold out here for July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: God, <laughs> man. <sighs>
2: So
6: one of the you were talking about eventually having to be on the move. Um, if you had to things got really bad and you had to leave your homestead. <clears throat> one of the things that I got my hands on, and I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it, but a sill lock key. Mm. So if you look on the outside of like businesses yeah. and stuff like that and you see the spigots that they have, water spigots. It's coming in an
3: X? It's it got does. got different things on the X. Yeah.
6: Correct. So if you can hit a business or something, if, you know, for whatever reason you have to get mobile, that's one way. It's, it's only about that big, yep. um, but it's something that you can throw in your pack. Amazon.com, and, you
3: and they have them. You know, and you also you
6: need to rehydrate. You can uh, get right into that, that water source.
4: Make sure you filter it first. I would recommend filtering yeah. any kind of water, especially if shit hits the oh, fan. Yeah. Scenario yeah. filtering water would be very important. Ammo Can Survival sells some pretty good water filter systems. Uh, I know really Jimmy one about that stuff. Um, but also, uh, Amazon.com has the keys to a lot of uh, equipment like your dozers, uh, your stuff like that online you can find that stuff online and if you see a city dozer hell you paid taxes for all those years go ahead and grab <laughs> you <one. laughs>
3: and, and let's not forget if you see a discarded military vehicle they don't need keys
1: not to that's um,
3: it. and get yourself um, and i'm rec. and the, those keys are fairly cheap man you can get the uh fire hose keys you can get fire hydrant keys you can get Gas, water, keys. Well, the shitty part is getting
2: a wet rag so you can such and start those abandoned military vehicles. <laughs> if they're not deadlined on the side of the road, man. <laughs> That's what I'm
3: saying. But, um... And I'm not advocating for criminal activities, okay? But, um... We're all like, looking at, like, the l- the legal means of, like, preparedness, but... Um, do you know how to pick a lock? Do you know how to hotwire a car? Do you know how to jimmy a door? Uh, These are things also that people I'm I'm not advocating for criminal activities. Um, I'm not okay. But knowing how to do that stuff in a situation where it is life or death. And, you know, all the all the rules and of law and order have gone out the window. And, you know, you have you go you you might need to know you know an alternate means of starting a car getting in a car or getting in somewhere you know right i
1: I mean i will i I will say and not to just continue to uh you know plug our sponsors and stuff which i mean (laughs) i I need to do it anyway but of course course not of course no but to think i mean think about it you know think things that are small that you're going to need in hand That would be helpful and, you know, probably beneficial in the end are things like uh, candles and or uh, maybe like teas or something to do with that water. Because not everybody's into just water. So you can always check out Peachy Key Creations because she totally sells small versions of that stuff that you guys can check out. And be good things to have with you because you never knew if you need a candle when you're out there in the dark as a source of light or something like that. These are things I think you should have in your thing. And I'm a big tea drinker. We are around this house. So, you know, having tea on hand would be a good thing. Speaking of candles. Yeah.
3: Did you know a Crayola crayon will burn for what is it? Ten minutes. No, one Crayola crayon will burn as a real Crayola crayon, not the shitty fucking uh, Cracker Barrel knockoffs. But the real Crayola crayons, you can actually start those as a candle, and they'll burn for thirty minutes. Thirty minutes? Yeah.
1: Yep. So will (laughs) Doritos. Yes. No. No,
3: he's not lying. No, Doritos <laughs> are great. I
2: literally, I, I use Doritos yeah. as fire starters for my smoker, you guys. That's what save I do for your, a living.
3: Save <laughs> your dryer lint. Save yep. your dryer lint. Yep. And use or the little way. cups. Use the little cups uh, in egg cartons, the paper egg cartons. Yep. Stuff that with dryer lint and some wax. And, I mean, it's so easy. Oh, my God, man. That goes way back. That was, I learned how
5: to <laughs> do that. One other, go. Um, Some yeah, something else, something else to really consider getting a, a good one. Get a good knife. Get a oh, good yeah. knife. Yeah, and something that's got it a good spine that you can use for a fire starter.
4: Yeah, several yep. good knives. Several yep. good knives, Fair rods, propane tanks. Um, you know, so those little jet boils. I recommend those little jet boils, like the, for the backpacking camping stuff, because it doesn't produce any smoke amazing they have the one that comes with the uh
3: pot the actual like container with it not it's not the stove but it comes with the container that the stove packs into yeah
4: yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, like little jet boys and stuff because being in your house is one thing but being in your house and not being like sticking out and like you know making smoke and making a lot of noise and stuff like that is a pretty good like Fires draw a lot of attention. They always have a lot of light, a lot of attention. If it's dark, you know you can spot a mile uh, a fire from a mile away on a hillside. You know, like there's you. no question about it.
3: And that's even farther if um, watching you with NVGs or a thermal.
4: Also, um, if you are leaving, like traveling somewhere, siphons, oh. um, like a, a like a quick uh, like an air pump, something that doubles as an air pump, you can hook a garden hose to. You can. Yep pump out water of a, uh, and pump out gasoline from a Harbor well freight, a Harbor calmer. Freight
3: has a cheap fluid transfer kit for like 12 bucks
6: yep yep you can also use a screwdriver just go about two inches above the bottom of the gas tank and punch a hole in it
4: if you mm-hmm. don't
6: plan on taking the car you want to get above
4: the sludge <laughs> yeah, man. You know, people are doing that now there's, yeah, there's been several of them in my town that just people just stealing gas. Yep, so, well, they've know. been
6: stealing the palladium metal, the catalytic converters around here. They're going of these hot rod shops and stuff like that. Please,
3: man, if you want to steal my catalytic converter, please get under my truck and take it, man. I'm gonna put straight. I'm gonna put straight pipes on it anyway, man. Please take my catalytic <laughs> converter.
2: My truck is straight piped. I'm surprised no one's punctured the tank for diesel. It's damn near seven bucks a gallon out here.
3: Jesus.
2: Yeah, you know, California sucks. And-
3: and Do not
2: recommend.
3: we're on the whole thing of language. zero
2: stars. Um,
3: <laughs> it, If you have, it, it, I, I see all these posts on social media about like the times being tough and they're stealing gas cans and shit like that. Okay. Like if you're a fucking asshole that will put water in a gas tank and leave it for some motherfucker that's hard up and steal it and ruin their car. You're a bigger douche than the person that stole it. Okay, right. Yeah, I can get behind that one. Seriously, you're a bigger douche than the person stealing it.
4: I have a I have a five gallon tank full of uh, like uh, chainsaw mix or like two stroke engine mix, oil and gas. That's a, I mean it's it's a weird color. Like if you look at the red and it's it has a hint of blue in it. Yeah. no one's no one's gonna steal it, but if they were to, <laughs> that'd be a bad day for them.
3: Nah, <laughs> but you believe it or not, your car would run through that. Your car would run through it. I've seen guys put diesel in gas engines and gas in diesel engines. It's not gonna do what people think it's gonna do
2: and blow up, dude. I mean, I just found out my car can run on E85 right now, so. <laughs> It will, because believe it or not, the E eighty five
3: is not technically E eighty five anymore. No, no, it's not.
1: No, no, not. I mean, there's, they, they got all kinds of different things going on with all that. Like, I mean, I, I'll, I'll even just throw that in there that a lot of that, got to be careful using that stuff because it totally will grow algae in your like system. Like this yeah. is, this gets back into the recommendation of definitely trying to get something with a carburetor and or a diesel because then you can just start making your own real simple
3: and if you do get a diesel get a mechanical
2: injection correct well i drive a first-gen Cummins, man
4: yeah um that's another thing i want to kind of talk about is uh yeah. being tool heavy um having lots of tools lots of equipment stuff like that and not only like power tools and stuff like that. You can put some solar panels up and probably ch- charge a lithium battery within a couple of days. But it, uh, I highly recommend getting some like hand tools, some hand drills, hammers, all like axes. Make sure you have a really nice sh- sharpener. It's a lot easier to work with sharp equipment than it is dull equipment. Just have everything ready to go at all times. So
6: funny that you mentioned that when uh my father-in-law passed a few years ago we went to his clean out his garage he had a detached three car garage that was nothing he was a mechanic from back in the day old drag racer i mean he had engine blocks I, i probably could have built three engines out of just the spare parts that he had in his garage but we came across an old hand drill and we came across some other stuff that was like old hand tools and my wife's like well we'll just get rid of that I was like no no (laughs) no, we won't (laughs) that's going home with us and uh, you know it's one of those things that you can just have around in case you
4: need it yes and and stuff like that that has been laying around for a hundred years and you can still use it just wear some WD-40 on it's probably going to last you another hundred years Uh Yeah. yeah Uh, the hand drill loses power when you do. So, that's it. I've
1: always got you know, like, my, my little my little bag that I keep cuz I mean I've I've probably kept a go bag longer than everybody else in, in the average world just cuz I've always been one of those kind of on the edge kind of guys in a sense I guess but <clears throat> like a main thing I've always made sure to have is a good hatchet. Like I mean I've got uh, I think a great a good hatchet on a go bag is going to bring more success to your life than you would realize and they're pretty lightweight they're making a lot of good ones nowadays
4: i don't i don't really carry a, a a hatchet per se but i have a drywall hammer you know one with a the blade on the end of it and it's those those work pretty well for just about anything because they do have that one little nail driver in the back and it's kind of a multi-tool and i've never had to cut down a tree with one but if, you know, I mean, for it's, sure.
2: it's damn near a tomahawk,
4: man. Yeah, it's damn near a tomahawk with just a hammer on it. They're pretty cool little little tools. And they're they're fairly cheap as well. Um, I was thinking about like so. I have a lot of windows in my house. It's a real old house. The lighting in here is shit. Natural lighting we rely on quite a bit. And I have a bunch of sheet tin from a shed that I took down uh, about a year ago, just sitting in the backyard. And I was thinking about cutting some of that sheep tin up to the sides of my windows and just keep them in the crawl space that way if something were to go down just go down and grab them drill them into the wall drill them into the studs so a few years ago when we had a hurricane that rolled through here um,
6: we found on amazon they're called hurricane clips they fit half inch plywood and you can cut the plywood to fit your window you put these hurricane clips on the edge of the plywood and you shove it in Mm -hmm. and it's got teeth on the back end. So if you try to push it out from the opposite direction, it just bites in. Mm. So that's also another alternative to that as well. And I mean, you, you use half inch plywood. That's, that's going to still take some doing to get through. It's probably not as sturdy as that sheet metal, but it'll, it'll take some doing to get through.
4: It's like one of the, Because windows are pretty, pretty easy to get in. Like if you are going, absolutely. If you're, let's say we all end up having to leave where we're going, we're going through a town and there's 10% of the people that used to live there. And there's a bunch of abandoned houses that you need to get into. It's going to be a lot. You're not going to go to the one with the windows boarded up. Yeah. It's, you're going to be the one with the door kicked in and see if there's anything (laughs) left in it, you know? And like, I just, I want something. I live in a 900 square foot home. I'm in the middle of the town uh, uh, where I have a pretty large backyard that's producing vegetables and stuff, but not enough for my family to live off of for a year, three months, to, maybe a couple of weeks, just me and my wife. and But most of my neighbors were not really tight-knit. We're not tight There's a business over there. There's a business over there. There's an old lady over there. And there's a crackhead right there. So it's just – it's pretty – like if, if something bad would happen and a real shit is the fan scenario, I'm going to have to board in and board up for yeah. a very long time. <clears throat> Understood.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've
6: got, I mean, I've got retired military all through my neighborhood, retired police cap, uh, police captain, retired fire captain. So we're pretty good on people to network with. And, uh, I'm pretty happy about that. Plus, um, with my brother also being a backup i mean i think we we've got a good majority of the bases covered so if we need to get mobile we've got a place to go um, but if we need to hunker down i mean there, there's a good possibility that we can secure our small uh, that is only about 30 houses in my subdivision um so i think with the people that we have here i think we've got a pretty we stand a pretty good chance of keeping it
4: relatively secure and that's one of the things with like people that live in apartment buildings and stuff like that. Could you could you lock down your building? Could you secure your building at least your floor, like for the first couple of days, or you know, for you living in Los Angeles, that's a, it's going to be hard to keep fires. You know, yeah, yeah. No,
2: I mean I, I live about an hour away. Thank God, but like you know, it's the mentality is everywhere. So you should leave. Aww. That's the plan. That's the plan. Once I can stop paying these damn taxes and I can afford something out of state, I'm uh, sprinting there. You guys pay taxes? Unfortunately, it's built (laughs) into the price I have to pay for the gas. I like this guy.
6: (laughs) I hear Western North Carolina is nice this time of year.
4: (laughs) So one of the one of the big things that I'm having a hard time about living up here is uh, the accessibility of forging. Um, I live in a high desert. There's not much when it comes to like just picking shit up off the ground and eating it. There's uh, southern Idaho. Yeah, I'm southern Idaho. I'm the shitty part of Idaho. You're like Pocatello. Uh no, Pocatello's a lot nicer in here, actually. Oh fuck. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, Pocatello's. Oh, this is a lot more flat, a lot more, uh, Pocatel is a pretty good, uh, wildlife dense area. If you have a good shooting rifle, you can pick up something off the side of the road within an hour, yep. but, uh, here it's, uh, coyotes and rats, dude. Just, yeah. Um, I live right next to an airbase where I work. It's just, it's nasty, nasty landscape all around, but 45 minutes away is some of the best elk and mule deer hunting in the state. So But that 45 minutes is driving 45 minutes what happens if oh shit we have an issue there's no gas available am i going to drive this 45 minutes and go get this elk or am i going to like like i gotta walk two days to go get an elk and then walk two days back to go bring it back you know call it three when you're bringing it back that shit's heavy (laughs) oh i know i know (laughs) Shit, I pulled this Barbary sheep out of the mountains of Te- in West Texas um, last year, last, last December. We pulled it out of the mountains, and it weighed about, it was probably around 300 pounds uh, before. And then after dressed and everything, it was about 170, 180. And packing it out by myself, it took two trips just to a four-wheeler that was a mile away, and it took me all day. But it was the West Texas mountains, man. It was a gnarly, gnarly hunt. Sticker. Everything tries to eat you in that part of Texas. I fucking ate that part of Texas. <laughs> Great hunt, though.
1: Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's good. it's good to have those kind of skills, you know, hunt, hunting and fishing and stuff like that. Like, a lot of people give folks hard times for them and say that they're not a sport. But, I mean, I'll tell you right now, those are those are all important, valuable skills that you could take with you, you know, in a situation like this.
2: Well, you could argue that they were the first sport.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you can argue that.
4: Yeah. You can argue that for real. Um, there, another thing that I recommend for, like, preppers and stuff like that is you may have a go bag. You may have a get home bag. Can you carry it? You know, and, you, know you pick up all, like, what's his name on the Internet? It says if you're not fit, you're going to die. If you have yep. a 90-pound go bag, are you going to be able to pick up that 90-pound go bag and go with it? Or are you going to sit there and huff and puff after the first 10 steps? And then someone starts shooting at you. Are you going to be able to drop? Or are you going to be able to, are you going to have to drop your pack? And then, then what do you have? You know,
1: it's
4: like nothing. Yep.
1: That's really true. I mean, you know, you've got to, you got to think about these things ahead of time. You can't just, you can, I don't know. You can't just have a an 80 pound bag and not have any clue of how to carry it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I know, I know you guys, especially going through the things like basic and stuff like that. You guys trained with having large, you know, sacks on your back and stuff like that running around. So, you know, you, you, a lot of people out there, I don't, I think they overjudge themselves. Like I've seen some people's go bags before that. I'm just like, that'll be great to pick up when you're gone. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
3: Look at the reality of things. before we everybody has this like go bag thing of like it's gonna be like you know the book of eli wandering the wasteland with a backpack and a shotgun it is gonna take a while t- for that to get to that point man if things do go from bad to like really bad really really bad it's gonna take a while to get to that you know i, I mean the pop I, it's
2: well, I, and i think you a big only, problem with it's it.
3: not like you like you said it's not necessarily a go bag. it's a get home bag. So you can get home and get organized to do what you need to do next having a go bag packed where are you can go do you know where you're even gonna go i mean that that's a one thing i mean do you do you have all your family members packed i mean do you have extra eyeglasses do you have extra medication if you do take medication do you have enough food and water for at least three days in the bag? I mean, do you have first aid items? I mean, do you even know what you're going to do next when you pick up that go bag and go? Do you even know how far you got to walk? How far you got to travel? Are you going to run into congestion? Are you going to run into inclement weather? People don't realize this shit. They're just like, oh my God, I need a go bag.
6: Do proper
3: footwear? Yeah, yeah, proper footwear. All right. If you wear jeans, you're a fucking idiot. If you wear denim, you're a fucking idiot. Um... Do you know all of these things? People just think, I mean, they say pack a go bag and people are like, oh my God, I'm packing to go to the Holiday Inn for three days. They pack like they're a traveling bag. They pack like they're going on vacation type bag. And, I mean, there's so much more involved. I really think the better concept for for people to focus on would be a get home bag. Like, what do you need if you are stuck at your place of work? Do you have in your vehicle a bag that would allow you to get from your place of work to your home
2: on foot? You know,
3: but I also God forbid, think God forbid, a, bi- a big foot, problem
2: then. that a lot of these people encounter when they're making their go bags is that everybody thinks they're fucking John Wayne and they're gonna they're gonna kick everyone's ass and save the day. You know, and it's like it's not realistic.
3: You are not. It's
2: not realistic. All no, of us are, are mortal not. men, right? Yeah. We, like, come on, man. Be realistic. Yep. I think that's. Stay off, the, I,
6: stay off the main roads and avoid conflict.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. When shit
3: goes bad, there are going to be people, like, going crazy in the streets. And if they see you carrying this great big bag of supplies, they are going to fucking kill you for it. They're going to okay? you. This is not like the betterment of society. You will see your 80-year-old next-door neighbor that goes to church every Sunday try to fucking kill you for your fucking go bag, you know? Yep. Because she is panicking. That is the reality of human beings, man. When shit goes south, they will resort to back to being animals, okay?
4: I'm kind of relying on, like, this new generation just to off themselves more so than than Aren't fight me. are you part of that newer generation there, course. Yeah, have you met one of me? We're sad, okay? Like <laughs> <laughs> In the face of any sort of controversy or any sort of problem in our lives, we're like, oh, well, time to go. Like,
3: it's just... It <laughs> folds like a lawn chair. It's a shotgun
4: will scratch. <laughs> A lot of sexual tension between me and this 12-gauge.
3: You know, but... I mean... What it all, what, all, what it all boils down to is... Oh, shit, I think Neptune got tired of us.
1: uh
3: um, What I think it boils down no, to I'm is... No, I'm here. Sorry. I, I think that's the point of things is to whittle down the population. By any means necessary. You know, I really do. I think that's the end game for them.
6: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Unfortunately. Yeah.
5: I agree as well.
1: As, as, as terrible as that might sound. I mean, but I mean, but I mean, I, I don't know. I think there's I think there's hope for all of it. I think there's hope for people out there. I think there's hope for everybody in this group right here that's sitting here talking this evening and such like that. Like, I, I have good aspirations for folks like us, I think.
2: I think so. But I, you know, I think there's more discussion to be had about, it. like, for example, if they really are trying to thin us out by engaging us in a war, who is our worthiest adversary? And are we even worthy adversaries anymore? Right? I mean, are we the fighting force we once were? Definitely not. One hundred percent, no.
0: Just the, like the guys that are in the service. Are,
2: yeah, the guys that are in the service now. I mean, they, they have so much technology at their disposal, and they're not. It, it conditions them not to be as hard as guys were before that was accessible and readily built abandoned. by China. Yeah, we're it's- literally funneling them our money. No, the technology hey,
3: this- doesn't mean shit if the operator is useless. You know, um, like, I mean, look at it. A tank crew is only as good as... I mean, a tank is only as good as its crew. Um, uh, Yeah, and and, and it boils down to the infantrymen. It really does. Regardless of technology at play, in the end, it will always boil down to uh, the infantrymen on the ground. You know, that that's what it will always boil down to. We get hey, we get the the best tanks. We could have the best aircraft. You know that stuff eventually like will fail. You know
4: what? What? Uh, what? What military base is hosting a drag show uh, here coming up in the name of wokeness? Uh, <laughs> I, I, no, I saw the article today.
6: More than likely Fort
3: Jackson. God damn, Fort Relaxing Jackson. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. I'm just poking. I just throwing on names. Went to Nellis. Benning, so we used to pick on
1: Jackson. It's Benning.
5: It was, yep. <laughs> it's yep.
3: Nellis. Nellis Air Force Base. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, my, <laughs> let's pick on the Air Force, man. Of course. My my
6: first guess would have been the Navy. <laughs>
3: Sailors the way Anchors the way It ain't game when
2: you're underway Amen brother
3: (laughs) Go out a thousand sailors come back 500 couples Um, That's it Uh, The Marines Are just the men's department of the navy (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong What is it Marine Corps Uber marines are just yep. muscles are required intelligence not expected army is um our u.s army backwards is yes to my retarded ass sent yes my retarded ass signed up and uh <laughs> um, army is ain't ready for marine corps yet i've, I've heard it all oh yeah <laughs> heard it yep. heard it
5: all there's one problem <laughs> yeah there is but see, that's the uh, thing, no. Oh, the um, Navy one is never again volunteer yourself. <laughs> so, I heard the Coast
2: Guard gets seat pay when it rains.
5: We
3: all get to pick on each other like that for a reason, though. You know? We sure. all do. But yeah. see, the funny thing is, it's like we all get to pick on each other, but as soon as like a civilian jumps in and cracks a joke, it's like all the branches
5: turn on. Turn on the civilian. On that one person's like, no, yep. fuck off, uh-huh. Get out of here. But God, it's been I had a
4: civilian on TikTok called me the Chair Force one time.
1: <laughs> the Chair
4: Force? Oh. Yeah. Why are you? In, uh, now?
5: Uh, I'm on TikTok now, so next time that happens, if you ever need somebody
4: to roast a roast a fucker, it was while I was in Syria.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, my <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God!
3: Oh, Lord. This February, week, and I will have been Christ out. I will have been out for ten years in February.
4: Congratulations!
3: Yeah, no shit, right, man? That's like a kid. That, that is a congratulations,
5: like
6: congratulations. Yeah, almost fifteen this December
5: for me. Twelve last month. It's it two years since. Like,
2: the future.
3: You know, don't get me wrong. You know, but the further it gets into my rearview mirror, the better I think. Uh-huh. I really do. Sure. I'm, I'm, and it's what's worse though is I think uh, for the vets that have like awoken to the bullshit that is going on, I think it's worse because we were once a, a stormtrooper for said empire. You know. Yep.
4: Now we have drag shows.
5: Uh, what even is the society
4: ask not why your kids want to go to a drag show but ask why the drag shows wants an audience with your kids you guys see
3: let's Uh, avoid this discussion all right
1: true true but But you know, yeah. no, I I think there's been a lot of good conversation here tonight, a lot of good ideas tossed around, and I hope folks out there listening, uh, over on all the audio apps that you guys hit, listen to us at, and every way that you watch us visually and such, maybe got some good ideas or cues or something from some of these absolutely fantastic fellas that joined me this evening. Of course, you guys are familiar with the regular crew out here, and familiar with Carson and Jeremy's been hanging out with us recently, and I hope he does continue to come back because he is total blast. Like I, I love your perspective, buddy. You're 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 definitely welcome anytime, just like Carson is. Just hit me up, thank you, We're sir. Ready to go. So, but is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on right quick before we finish wrapping up for this evening?
3: Whether or not we'll all be around tomorrow, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh,
1: oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, everybody that's listening to this episode, y'all make sure y'all look forward to tomorrow's episode. We got some really good stuff going on with uh, some government overreach. I've, I've got some folks coming on from Oklahoma that are gonna, um. That are going to tell us their story. It's a. Uh, I, th- I think we're up to four people from that group now, so it's it's going to be pretty interesting. So you guys, you know, make sure you look forward to that, and make sure you guys check out our sponsors and stuff. And you know, I give you some links so that you can go keep an eye out on Carson and whatever antics he's up to, because that's that's one wild fellow there, and he's always up to something good and fun. And um, I'm way you guys, cooler online. What's that, bud?
4: I'm way cooler online. <laughs> My real life is just boring.
1: Hey man, whatever you want to roll with it, you you telling me you were gonna be late earlier because you were having to chase cattle? So that don't sound too boring to my to me. So, but yeah. but shoot, you guys make sure you keep checking us out. Make sure you get over there and check out our sponsors. We'll keep all the links there for you. And you guys make sure you get out there, and get you some of the sweet unconstitutional awakening merch that I've got for sale out there. You can find that link on our website. And uh, until you know, when I figure in. Oh crap! My apologies. I got a mouthful of my own self there. Until we of course run across everybody here again I got one last thing to ask for me guys What do you call a pirate that steals From the rich and gives to the poor A robin hook Y'all have Uh... a great day (laughs)